And welcome back to New Beginnings. I'm Amber James, founder of New Beginnings Family Law here in Huntsville, Alabama. And I'm excited to be back on the air this morning on WTKI 92.9 and WEKI 94.7 um, Indicator. And this morning I have a colleague of mine, Tyler Mann from um, Tyler Mann Injury Law here in Huntsville, Alabama. I want to make sure I said the firm name correctly because everybody has it, you know, likes their name to be said you know, correctly, sure. and it's all a little different. So um, Tyler's from Huntsville, Alabama. He's a personal injury lawyer, and we've gotten to know each other a little bit um, over here in the past couple of months, and I wanted to have the opportunity to have someone on with a different area of the law than what I'm used to doing. We've talked to some bankruptcy lawyers and family law attorneys and um, other people who w- do work in the family law field, but we've never had anyone on to talk about personal injury and so Tyler tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got interested in doing personal injury law yeah uh, so I'm Tyler man I'm, I'm originally from the Shoals area I own Tyler man injury law which is in downtown Huntsville um, and the things you other you just mentioned bankruptcy divorce <laughs> I need to listen to your show so I can learn about those things I do one thing and that's right. it and it's right. personal injury uh, I got into that through um, my career with an insurance company so okay. I used to be an insurance adjuster and Long story short, went back to law school to um, become a lawyer, and now I actually do the same job, but do it on the other side of the fence, and and I enjoy it much more than when I was an adjuster. <laughs> Nothing against those guys; some of them are still friends of mine, but it just wasn't for me. I can understand that. One of the lawyers in our office uh, used to be an insurance defense attorney, and he says now he gets to represent real people. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. There's something to be said about that underdog role when you're taking that client up against a big corporation. You know, that's really what I like instead of working for the corporation. So this is much better for me. No, I can understand that. So I, personal injury is kind of its own unique. Um, each area of the law is unique, but personal injury has um, kind of some unique components to it. And I know clients that are, you know, sitting out there with a possible personal injury case or, you know, they know somebody who's gotten hurt, all, have all kinds of questions. And sure. so, you know, today the goal is for Tyler to be able to tell us kind of like, what are some of those questions that you hear on a regular basis? And what are those answers that, you know, clients could know about before they come see you to make their, make your life easier and to make the, the case go a little smoother. Absolutely. So um, I know one of the case, one of the questions that, that you probably get all the time is, you know, what is my case worth? So, yeah, that's, that's probably the most common question I get in an initial consultation. Um, and it's a good question. It's If I was a client, that'd be one of the things I would want to know, too. Mm-hmm. But in that initial meeting, it's impossible to know that. you know. And that's what I tell the people that I meet with. It, it, at that stage, it's usually mm-hmm. too early to tell. There's just so many factors that go into what these things are worth. I mean, your injury, how long does it take you to get well? What kind of treatment did you have? Did you miss work? Do you have lost wages? Um, are you ever going to get better? You know, and we obviously don't have all those answers the first time we meet somebody. There's a lot of information that we have to gather out through the course of the case. And so we do have that conversation with our clients, but it's usually not something we can talk about the very first day. I tell my folks that, you know, our goal is to, to get as much as we can for our clients. And, And we fight every day to do that for every one of them. Yeah. And it's important, you know, for clients to know that kind of going in. I know they see things on TV um, and they see <laughs> things on, on billboards at the, as you drive down the interstate. Um, and, it, you know, it's those numbers seem really great, but not every case is, is that large, but every case is important. And I know you treat every one of them as if they are, yeah. you know, the it's the only thing to that particular client. And I know you treat your clients that way. Yeah, so. we sort of cringe when we see some of those things because <laughs> those those numbers are, are they have to be factual, obviously, or, right. or they wouldn't be 
put out there like that but those are very very rare scenarios you know it's not to say that if somebody's listening out there that's injured it's not to say that your case is not worth that right but it would be a rarity you know and it's something that um i don't think i don't think everybody should look at that billboard and just assume that since they got in a wreck they're going to get you know five hundred thousand dollars so certainly we'd all be retired probably right. if that was the case <laughs> or just be retired people everywhere <laughs> that's very very true um I did some personal injury work when I was a law clerk in law school, and and one of the questions I got most often, and and one of those things that I got to see over 16 months um, of working in personal injury and and very quickly realizing it was not the area of law for me, um, the question I always got was, how long is this going to take, the process takes? So do you get that question on a fairly regular basis? That's probably the second most common (laughs) question we get, you know, is they come and meet and they say, what's my case worth? How long is it going to take to to get this resolved? And it really depends on the person. Right. Um, We can't move forward until treatment's been completed, you know, and and someone's better or they're as good as they're ever going to get because some people don't get better. Um, so it just, it's really individual, just like every case. I mean, it's, it's really based on the person. So there's no two cases that are alike. We try to be as efficient as possible at my office with it. And we don't want to take unnecessary time and we try to push things forward as, as they need to be, but you only get one shot at this. You have to do it right. So you don't want to sacrifice the quality of the work for speed. Right. You know, so it's, it's a tough question to answer, but right yeah, it's different for everybody and, and that's you know so true in my experience in working with clients you know they're sometimes in very desperate financial circumstances because they've been injured and they're not able to work or not able to go back to work and they really want it to be done now right. um and, and it's kind of very similar in divorce sometimes they want it done now and you sometimes you sacrifice getting what you want out of it by making you know, your lawyer kind of rush through it so what tyler's trying to say is you got to be patient yeah. and take the time to allow your lawyer to do the work that he needs to do so that, you know, if you're a client in Tyler's office, he has time to get medical records together and things like that. So come back after the break and we're going to talk some more with Tyler Mann from Tyler Mann Injury Law. And welcome back to New Beginnings. I'm Amber James, and this morning I'm talking with Tyler Mann from Tyler Mann Injury Law, located here in Huntsville, Alabama. And we're talking about personal injury law and and some of the common questions that clients have when they come to see um, Tyler. And if you've got questions this morning and you want um, us to try to answer them, it's always hard to answer questions on the air when you don't have all the facts. (laughs) But if you've got some questions um, that you'd like to ask this morning, please feel free to give us a call at 256-684-8. Thousand, and we'll try to do our best to answer those this morning. So, um, in the first segment, we talked about you know determining what your case is worth, um, and then how long the process is going to take. And those are kind of very specific questions related to a specific case and specific clients. And so, it can be kind of difficult to give any kind of solid information you know, without knowing more of the facts of a case and without getting into you know, learning about your medical condition and what may be going on, you know, the severity of your injuries and things like that. So, um, you know, Tyler, one of the other questions um, that I think client people have when they're out there looking and they're seeing, you know, ads and billboards and, you know, commercials and all kinds of things out there to try to look at trying to find a lawyer is, you know, how do I know that I'm choosing the right lawyer? So how can a personal injury client know that they are choosing the right lawyer yeah it's just like with anything else you're inundated with these options you know you turn on the tv and we're all on there and we're you know there's just limitless options but we're all normal people too so i would say first of all call around and find somebody you connect with you know we're all normal folks and and 
you know, just like anybody else, we don't always get along with everybody. So, right. <laughs> you know, find somebody that you can feel comfortable talking to and right. and that, you know, because that's a big part of it. Everybody's case is different and there are going to be things about your case that make it unique and you need somebody that understands that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the local aspect is good. I mean, I'm right. here in Huntsville. I do right. work in no other place than North Alabama and I'm from the Shoals area. So I like working with local people. Some people are more comfortable hiring an out of town lawyer. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just a preference. Um, Those are some things to think about Uh, the fee. You know, most personal injury attorneys charge a contingency fee, which is what we charge at my office. Usually that's Mm -hmm. one third. Um, So ask what the fee is. If it seems high that it probably is, Um, you know, and, and be leery of the, be able to sort through the sales pitches. You know, like if you meet with an attorney and he throws a big number out at you about what your case is worth on the very first meeting, that would raise a red flag to me. Because like we talked about in the first segment, there's really no way for me to know what your case is worth the very first time we meet. Right. Uh, there's just too many things I don't know at that point. Right. So I would be I'd be cautious of things like that. Mm-hmm. But overall, just find somebody that you're comfortable talking to because that's going to be a big part of it. And, you know, I think sometimes people think that they can just do it on their own. I can do this on my own and then, you know, I won't have to share that fee with anybody. And then I can just do this. You know, I'll I'll get what I, you know, I'll get all of it. And, you know, we as lawyers don't represent ourselves. When I have, you know, child support issues in my particular personal matter, I don't represent myself, even though I could. Um, So what are some of the benefits that your clients see from working with a personal injury lawyer rather than trying to do this on their own? Yeah, to touch on something you said, usually when people try to do it on their own and then they they realize they're in over their head and they call me, then Mm -hmm. it's too late because we're lawyers, not magicians. You know, I can't undo things that have already been done on the case. So that makes it difficult for me to get involved at that point. And most of the time we don't. But some of the benefits to hiring a lawyer are obviously... um, we we take a lot of the stress off you know when you've been in a right. like car accident is probably the most common thing mm-hmm. you know you're gonna have to deal with your property damage issue you got to deal with going to the doctor right. let us deal with the insurance company let us right. take that off your plate and that's just some peace of mind to know that that's being done correctly right. but there's all kinds of data and, and you know I, I don't have the sources in front of me but you can definitely look this up people that are represented by attorneys get three times more than people that try to do this on their own you right. know, in general so there's some benefit to that from a financial standpoint as well mm-hmm. um and like we mentioned in the first segment you get one shot at it you know right. when you when you sign the release or when a jury returns a verdict the case is over so right. you can't really afford to mess this up you know it needs to be done correctly right. the first time you do it right. so those are some things to think about and i think you know too sometimes clients delay you know doing yeah. what they need to do and you know getting the next you know going to physical therapy which is important yeah. i mean doing the things that your doctor tells you i'm horrible about following up with physical therapy and um, i know most other people are too because it's just time consuming but it's important not just for your overall health but for making sure that all of your you know injuries are documented and, and your progress toward whether you're going to get well is documented and if you don't have a lawyer who's kind of they're helping push you along to get these things taken care of. It can, you know, really affect the value of your case. Yeah, and you know, my wife fusses at me because when I'm sick, I don't go to the doctor right. <laughs> probably as soon as I should, and I wait till it gets worse. And that that happens with a lot of people. You know, you see, and they just try to tough it out. But in these situations, that's not the best thing to do. I mean, if you're in pain or if you're in any way not the way you were before the accident, you need to get treatment. It's right. going to do two things. It's going to get you better faster, right. which is going to help speed the case up. Right. And then 
too, it's it's going to document the things that you're going through. You know, if you're in an accident, you wait three weeks to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. The first thing the insurance company is going to say when you submit that claim is, well, you must not be too hurt. You waited three weeks to go get right. treatment. You know, so it just it just gives them something else to poke holes at, you know, and it's right. so have some urgency with that. You know, get medical right. treatment if you're injured. And that's the best thing you can do. I think in all situations related to personal injury, it, there's you know a, a degree of urgency that needs to be you know managed, and you need to be able to get in and talk to a lawyer fairly early on in the process so they can guide you through. And then also there's some timelines you gotta to meet if you end up having to file your case. So come back after the break, and we're gonna talk some more with Tyler Mann from Tyler Mann Injury Law. And welcome back to New Beginnings. I'm Amber James. And this morning, I'm talking with Tyler Mann from Tyler Mann Injury Law, located here in Huntsville, Alabama. And we've been talking about personal injury, kind of the questions that clients have most often. So if you've missed the first two segments, you missed uh, the answers to the questions about what your case may be worth and how long does the process take and how can you make sure you're choosing the right lawyer and some of the benefits of hiring an attorney. And that's kind of where we left things off at, at the end of the last segment. And one of the things we've talked about some this morning is making sure that um, you have somebody that you work with and you work with them early on in the case because there's a lot of things your lawyer can guide you through to help you out and um, you know so Tyler two clients have to have a deadline on these things oh, yeah. don't they yeah this is not something you can let just sit uh, you have two years in Alabama from the date of an accident like you know car wreck again is the most common so we'll use right. that as our reference but any tort like that you have two years from the date of the incident to right. either resolve the case or for a, law- a lawyer to uh, file suit on your behalf and, and move the case into litigation so yeah there's there's a there's a time frame involved right. there you kind of have to be <laughs> urgent with it and get on it uh can't just let these things sit around right and and i when i was a law clerk and doing this kind of work in law school i would have clients call me a month before that was you know the, the deadline of we've got to file yeah. it now and and what happens then in, in the law firm you're trying to work with is they're trying to gather enough information to determine whether or not it's even a case they want to take and it's it, you know, it's a time-consuming process to get medical records and all of your lost wages and all those kind of things together. So don't put off making the no. phone call to talk to a personal injury lawyer if that's your, you know, if you've been in an accident and you're wanting to pursue some sort of damages. Then yeah, you can do that's that pretty right. Quick. I mean, they, we kind of get put behind the eight ball when people call really late in the process. I'm not going to say I've never taken some of those cases because <laughs> last year I took one with, I, mean, I think we were a week out from the statute, oh my goodness. but it was somebody I knew and I, I had some background on it and, and luckily the gentleman had basically all the information that i needed to make a decision but most of the time when people call that close there's really nothing we can do because i mean we just simply don't have time to get involved and gather the things that we need and so we always recommend that people call us as soon as possible there's just so much Mm -hmm. that is fresh on your mind right after Mm -hmm. an accident Um, And we can begin working with the insurance carrier and doing some administrative tasks that need to be done in the, you know, in the first few days after a wreck that are really important. So um, that's always the, you know, the perfect storm, the the perfect scenario. But obviously it doesn't always happen that way. No. And one of the other things that happens, um, what I recall about the few accidents I've been in or that I've been witness to is that you start getting those phone calls from the insurance adjuster pretty quick and they want statements from you really quick so um you know if you call an attorney early on they can you can guide them through that process about what they need to say and not say yeah they're gonna a lot of of the big thing now is recorded statements and and it it differs company to company as far Mm -hmm. as insurance carriers go but that's a big thing they want to call and take your statement and 
we we tell everybody that we represent don't talk to the insurance company at least don't talk to them before you talk to me and, right. and that goes for anybody listening I, I would caution you i used to be an adjuster i mean <laughs> you know i won't go so far as to say the insurance company is out to get you because I, I don't necessarily think that's true but they're also in the business of making money and so right. if if they can save a dollar they will right. um so you, you you have to be careful about what you say because it, it's right. you know criminal cases you always hear that what you say can and will be used against you right. that's not just a criminal <laughs> no, case that's like not true at in all. civil cases like car accidents mm-hmm. and slip and falls and dog bites that stuff's true too you have to be right. very careful about what you say so even if you don't yeah. call me call somebody right. call another lawyer and, and and you know get some advice before you take that step right yeah because it's uh and one of the things I've I've seen this meme out there that says dance like nobody's watching and text like it's been you're going to be read in a deposition. Exactly. It's, it's very much the same thing. Be careful <laughs> what you text to people. Be careful, you know, all those kind of things could come back to to bite you. So, you know, having someone like Tyler to work with to help you kind of guide you through that process is, is very, very important. I know one of the other things that clients are going to want to know is, you know, what kind of things that can they claim um, in an injury case? What kind of things yeah. do they need to keep up with? So again, going back to what we talked about before, every case is different. People are right. different. Um, but in general, we can claim medical expenses, out-of-pocket expenses related to prescriptions, you know, medical, anything like that. That's pretty straightforward. Right. Um, loss of wages if people miss work or, you know, even if you miss work and you took vacation, so you didn't technically lose money, but right. maybe you took four vacation days that you wouldn't have had to take otherwise. That's mm-hmm. something we can claim. Um, and, and of course, the compensation for that is just the money, the time. What What is that worth? Mm-hmm. Um, some clients don't get better. You know, right. a lot of them do. A lot of people, most people get better. Their injuries mm-hmm. are resolved and they're back to normal. So there's a pain and suffering aspect with that. But yeah. some people don't get better. Yeah. And so in those situations, we can claim the cost of their long term care. Um, some people can't go back to work. So we can claim the economic loss from them not mm-hmm. being able to work. You know, what's the difference between what they would have made as a healthy adult versus what they can earn now, either through a disability check or whatever labor they are able to do. So those are all things that kind of come into a case and can be a factor in the value. But there's, there's, and there's limitless things. I mean, everybody's different. Everybody's situation is different. So, um, but those are just some of the things in general that we can claim on these cases. Sure. Um, you know, nowadays it, we're supposed to legally, everybody's supposed to have health insurance. Yeah. Um, it doesn't always happen that way. So when a person's injured in an accident, how do their medical bills normally get paid? Well, if you're uninsured, they don't get paid until right. the case resolves um, right. because there's no money to do that until we, we resolve the case. But if you have health insurance, it's fine to file your bills on your health insurance plan. One of two things is going to happen when these cases resolve if you've been to the doctor is either the bill is going to be paid to the provider mm-hmm. or your health insurance's plan is going to have to be reimbursed. It's called subrogation. Right. And the way to think about it, and it makes sense, is had it not been for this person, this defendant that injured you, right. uh, you the health insurance carrier wouldn't be having to make these payments. Right. So when you recover from that person, you have to pay your health carrier back. Right. It's not a bad thing. I mean, we no. get to claim it on the case. Um, so it's not like the health care is taking money out of your pocket or anything like that. But it's mm-hmm. something that if you don't get it right and you let's say you take money from an mm-hmm. insurance company and you don't turn around and pay Blue Cross Blue Shield or whoever Aetna or whoever it is, right. they'll come back for it. They'll oh, come absolutely. back after you for it. You right. know? So this is one of those things that having a lawyer to do this for you to make sure that it's done correctly is kind right. of a big deal. I mean, it's you really can't afford mm-hmm. to mess it up. 
No, and, and one of the cases that I remember from all those years ago doing that kind of work was one where um, the gentleman had about a million dollars in medical bills because he was in the ICU for six weeks or so. Yeah. Um, and, you know, nowadays it would be way more than a million dollars, <laughs> I think, for six weeks in the ICU. But um, nonetheless, we had to, when we were negotiating that case, had to figure out how are we going to um, deal with Blue Cross yeah. and, all, you know, as difficult as it can be to sometimes deal with Allstate or State Farm or somebody like that in an auto accident case, I, my experience has been that Blue Cross is exceptionally easy to work with. Um, I'm not as familiar with any other health insurance companies, but yeah. you know they want to get paid, but they also understand the situation you're in. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Blue Cross is easy to deal with, especially mm-hmm. in Alabama. There's some federal plans that Blue Cross has that may <laughs> not be as easy, but um, there's some things with you know Medicare. There's a right. ton of people that we represent that are on Medicare. They are not easy to deal with no. and anybody that's dealt with the federal government very long knows they a don't get in a hurry about anything <laughs> and and really there's very little negotiating with them right. but there are things that you kind of have to be careful with when when somebody's on medicare um if they're if they're permanently injured mm-hmm. you may have to set up a set aside account so that um, medicare will continue to pay their bills into the future they're the yeah. government's kind of picky about that so these are all things that we just don't have time to talk about in, in a right. ton of detail today because right. they're really complicated but it's right. something to keep in mind and it's just another reason to consult with an attorney if you've been injured absolutely um one of the questions we've kind of answered a little bit about but you know when when does somebody need an attorney they need you know asap is pretty much what yeah. we've talked about this absolutely. morning um you know that it's and, and we feel the same way about that in the domestic relations world. You know, if you are thinking about getting a divorce, now is the time to call an attorney. Yeah. Um, if you've been in an accident, you don't need to wait to call Tyler or some, you know a personal injury lawyer that you're comfortable with um, to try to start working on that. No, I mean we we really believe that people should call right away. Um, you can't call too soon. I mean, yeah. if you've been in an accident, you need to call the police. You need to seek medical treatment, and then you need to call a lawyer. There's no case too big or too small. We fight at my office, and I can't speak for what other attorneys do, but mm-hmm. we take the little ones just as seriously as we take the big ones because right. they're serious to the people they affect. Yeah. And one thing that I think gets lost a lot of times in the legal community, and you've probably seen this mm-hmm. too, uh, is that we work for our clients, not the other way around. Right. You know, we're, right. We are employed by that client to right. do a job for them. They don't work for us. So right. we have to make sure that those people's interests are protected, it, whether they have a case that's worth $1,000 or whether they have a case that's worth $5 million. We take them all equally as serious, and that's right. why we insist that they call as soon as possible. Exactly. So I'm um, come back after the break, and we're going to talk some more with Tyler Mann from Tyler Mann Injury Law. And welcome back to New Beginnings. I'm Amber James from New Beginnings Family Law, and I'm talking this morning with Tyler Mann from Tyler Mann Injury Law, located here in Huntsville, Alabama. And Tyler, in the last segment, we talked a little bit about medical insurance and how that impacts personal injury, but um, what other kind of um, insurance and laws related to insurance apply to liability in an accident? So if you... Insurance is sort of the foundation mm-hmm. for how these claims are resolved because mm-hmm. most normal people just don't have the funds to pay a judgment. Right. So that's why you have insurance right. to protect you. So the most common type of insurance that we recover from is liability. And right. what that is, is is if you injure someone else, your liability insurance will pay that person. It mm-hmm. protects you personally and your personal assets. So right. 
when we have car accident victims, uh, we're dealing with the defendant's liability carrier, you know, and, and the common ones are just the big auto insurance carriers. Right. But a lot of times, and even though it's a law that people have insurance, uh, there's a ton of people driving around out there that don't. Right. So it becomes an issue of, well, what do I do if I've been hit by an uninsured motorist? And there's coverage for that, too. Uh, most people don't even know they have it. Right. Um, but it, on your on your personal automobile policy, you have uninsured motorist coverage. In Alabama, you have it unless you sign a waiver. So even if you just went and bought nothing but liability coverage, like let's say you declined full coverage and you got liability, you have uninsured motorist unless you sign a waiver saying you don't have it. So there's some coverage for you there. So just because the person that caused the accident and injured you didn't have insurance, there there could still be a remedy for you. And all these things play together. You know, it right. gets pretty complicated pretty fast. Yep. Um, but lawyers that do what I do are pretty well versed in that. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I mean, I used to work for an insurance company. So I've seen this happen and be practical on both exactly. sides of the fence. And it, it's... It, but these are just things that unless you did this every day, you might not know that. No. And it's just another reason to call and get some advice, you know, before you try to get into this on your own. Because you you may not, you may look at that and say, well, I can't get anything. You may talk to a lawyer and mm-hmm. they say, well, yeah, you can because you right. have this coverage you didn't even know about, you know. Right. Uh, it's a big deal. Right. So, you know, if you're sitting out there today and you're wondering, hey, do I have that kind of coverage? Just call your insurance carrier and ask them for a copy of your declarations page generally and figure out what coverage do you have and make sure, you know, that you haven't waived that. Because Tyler's right. There's so many people driving around out there at the moment without car insurance, even though they're supposed to have it. Yeah. And it's really cheap, too. So it's not something that will break the bank for you to have. Exactly. So come back after the break and we're going to have our last segment with Tyler Mann from Tyler Mann Injury Law. And welcome back to New Beginnings. I'm Amber James, and we've come to our last segment with Tyler Mann from um, Tyler Mann Injury Law this morning. And this show always goes by faster than you oh, anticipate yeah. that it's Absolutely. going to go. And um, but I think we're going to get to uh, you know the last uh, you know, most common question I think that um, personal injury clients have, and um, you know it could be about liability because you hear things about who's at fault and and trying to determine who's at fault. So kind of what laws apply to liability in an accident in Alabama? Well, Alabama is one of the few states that still operates under contributory negligence. And and it makes it really easy for us, uh, not so much, uh, it's not necessarily a good thing for the clients all the time, but if you contribute in any way to the accident, even 1%, technically you're barred from recovery from someone else. So you basically have to be negligence free in order to be successful. Now, the practical side of that is that it's not always applied as stringently as it's written, Mm -hmm. but we're one of a few states that still operates under that code. So um, it becomes a problem when people have intersection disputes, you know, if, if, if I'm running a red light and, and I, but I think I, my light's green and somebody else runs the light and it's my word against theirs, typically the way the insurance carriers look at that is they place 50-50 fault on each party, right. which means nobody recovers from anybody. You know, it, it, you can't get money from the other person because you're 50% responsible. So, I mean, it's very cut and dry. Um, but it it's, makes it challenging in those situations for clients to recover anything for their damages. That's why, um, you know, Typically, legislation here has been driven by big business, and right. and that's just one of the one of the things that we're mm-hmm. still dealing with from it. Right, I can imagine in this day and age, especially with text messaging and you know 
text messaging while you're driving is dangerous looking at your phone while you're driving is dangerous i imagine that now plays too into trying to determine if somebody's been contributorily negligent in an accident yeah be careful with that because that stuff's discoverable and what we mean by that is if you've been on your phone at the time of an accident we can find out you know through the discovery process and litigation so the texting and driving thing i mean i know and i'm I'm guilty of it i think everybody's guilty of it at one point or another but it i'll say this we have never been busier as a firm because of that. And that's not a good thing. You right. know what I mean? For people, because right. it means people are on their phones and they're causing accidents and people are getting injured because of it. Um, and, and it can play a big factor in what happens with a case if you've been on your phone. And, and so put those things down when you're in right. the car. I mean, it, it, it is not a good thing. No, I mean, because your cell phone bill will show the timestamp of yep. when text messages were sent and received or when phone calls were sent and received. And, you know, if, if the other side discovers your you know, cell phone bill, which they can, you know, they, that's something they can have access to. I imagine it's now kind of standard that you get from the other side um, now as a request for all yeah. the cell phone bills. It's one of the first <laughs> things that we all ask for, you know, the, were they on the cell phone or not? And so if yeah. you're in an accident, even if it wasn't your fault, but they find out you're on that phone, that may be enough to put you in the that 1% that we talked about and might bar you from recovery. So play it safe and stay off the phone um you also don't want to cause an accident i mean that it happens so frequently it's unbelievable that people call and say i was rear-ended by somebody who was texting and driving and it's unbelievable yeah it's just it's gotten to be quite out of hand so tyler if somebody's been injured in an accident um, or has questions about you know whether or not they should pursue a personal injury matter what's the best way for them to find you Uh, they can call the office we have a couple of phone numbers so they can call Mm 256-333-2222 they can call 256-400-4000 um, they can check me out online. TylerManInjuryLaw.com is our website. We have a Facebook page. Um, our office is in downtown Huntsville. We do work all over North Alabama. And um, I would encourage people, if, if you've been injured, to just reach out to us and talk to us. There's no obligation. We don't charge consultation fees or anything like that. We're happy to talk to you. Um, and, you know, I hope you don't need me because that means something bad's happened to you. Mm-hmm. But if you if if that has happened to you, then we're here for you and we want to fight for you. Awesome. Tyler, thank you so much for joining yeah, me on the show this morning. Thank you for having me. It's a blast. Yeah, everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy football and all those kind of things that come with fall. And we'll see you back here again next week.